You're about to listen to youth produced content from Listen Up Youth Radio. Listen Up is a Twin City social enterprise working at the intersection of youth employment, leadership, and media production. You're listening to Youth Soup, the podcast that adds some youth to your soup. That was so good. Good morning, I'm Rena, and I am a youth suit producer. My pronouns are he, him, or they, them, and I reside and work on stolen Dakota and Anishinaabe land in Minnesota. Hi, I'm Miles, also known as Big Fish Miles or MREN on streaming platforms. I used to call myself just a singer-songwriter-producer, but I've dabbled in photography and videography like this past year, so I guess I'm more of just like a digital media creator in general. I mean, that's what I want to go to college for. I'm 17 years old, and I'm from Texas, so yeah. The coolest person I know in the entire world. Um, <laughs> this podcast episode, or this episode, is going to be um, all about being trans and being transmasculine, and um, um, all <laughs> things that come with that. Um it was like originally I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be like the happiest trans podcast. <laughs> it's not, and that's okay. Um, we both have like, I don't know. Would you? Would it be fair to say that we've both like kind of been in like a a slump of like, <laughs> like <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. Like, um, so like we definitely we don't have to avoid that we definitely i mean that's a very real part of it so i don't want to like completely ignore that because that would just be not that wouldn't make sense um yeah yeah. (laughs) um first question can be what is like what is something that makes you like happy to be trans like what is what is one thing that makes you glad that you are trans um probably like the biggest thing that makes me glad that i am trans is that i'm just not cis like yes i I get upset that i'm not (laughs) i get upset that i'm not cis but then i see like cis people like cis men specifically like at school or in public and i'm like i'm glad i'm not that no exactly (laughs) that is that's literally exactly what i was gonna say i think i would be (laughs) such a menace i would be so annoying if i was cis i would be i would be so annoying like I'm like already like significantly obnoxious, but I, I would be so much worse. I know I would be so much worse if I wasn't trans. Like, I would be so annoying. And I know if I was cis, I would just I don't know. Like, it's just it's not me. No, it (laughs) literally isn't me. Like, I want to look cis, but like I just I'm glad that I I had I was raised, like, I was raised as a girl, you know, and like I have those experiences that helped shape me into a better person because I feel like 
cis men, they have a different upbringing. And most cis men that I know are just like deeply misogynistic. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like I was talking to my brother and like um, him and one of our like childhood best friends, like who I've known my entire life. We are talking. I was like, you know, um, like I am just really glad that I have some like, you know, men in my life who aren't like who aren't misogynistic. And my brother looked at me and is like, well, like, even though we're not like me and my like childhood best friend or his childhood best friend aren't like actively like misogynistic, he was telling me that like he has picked up so much stuff from like our uncles <laughs> that he's just like he's he's trying to unlearn it yeah. and i'm like i am so happy that i don't have that like obviously there's things i've obviously there's yeah. things <laughs> i picked up on and i do definitely have like internalized misogyny yeah. but like not to the extent that he does because yeah. i was socialized yeah as a girl by like really like strong independent woman like like you can do it yeah like yeah. the like go girl like you go like that was literally like how i was raised <laughs> and mm-hmm. like i guess i am grateful for that most of the time <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like in middle school i when i started questioning my gender i became friends with some cis men and just like the way they interact with each other is very different like and i find myself not really being friends with cis men in general just because like they just say and do things and it i'm just like okay <laughs> yeah i i went through like i remember last year i had this like classmate um and he was only he only went to my school for one year and i love him so much he's like one of my favorite like cis guys like he's like one of my favorite ones um <laughs> but i had this like such an intense like I need to be your friend to prove, like, that I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, enough of a man. I'm, like, enough of a guy. Like, I'm, like, and it was, like, the strangest feeling. It reminded yeah. me of when I was, like, still, like, a like a little, like, like lesbian and, like, <laughs> would be, like, would have these crushes, but it would be, like, oh, but I want to be your friend. It reminded me of that. It's, like, <laughs> I was, like, so I felt so like inadequate as yeah um like as a mask person not having a lot of cis male friends because mm-hmm. I was like well I want to feel like a part of like that group and then I did sometimes and I'm like I don't I don't like this I don't like this <laughs> like in the moment it's fun and then you're like wait but I'm not gonna participate in all the stuff that y'all do and y'all talk like the things that y'all talk about i'm like i don't want to be in that conversation yeah i fully agree with that and that's why i'm not really friends with cis men and like the few cis men that i am friends with are usually like lgbt because um it's just like straight cis men i i can't like really relate to them about anything and usually straight cis men don't actually see me as a man either so <laughs> it's like there th- th- you can't really win. I mean like there is like one straight cis man that I'm friends with that he's actually like really cool and I love him very dearly. And like when I see him I'm like, "Oh my god." Cuz like he just he makes me want to cry cuz he actually like respects me as a person. Like that's like so depressing that I'm like 
like I'm like oh my god I love this cis man because he like he actually like calls me like by my pronouns <laughs> like that's, no, but that's so depressing that, no like it's like it's sad but it's also like you know we it, it's true like I I, <laughs> I like I don't I don't know who that is for me but I love that for you and I like (laughs) I get it like I get it that would make me so genuinely happy because something that I'm like constantly thinking about at school is hmm this person has known me oh actually no I do I do have a cis het man in my life who I have a man in my life who (laughs) like genuinely and he's known me since sixth grade and okay. I was worried that that would make it really difficult because other people who've known me since sixth grade, other cishet men who've known me since sixth grade, like, as much as they say that they're like, oh, yeah, I don't think you're a girl. I know they do. Like, yeah, I, I, I know. I literally, I, I, I just know they do. Like, we know. <laughs> like, like you, deeply you in my heart. Feel like, that. like, deep in my soul, I know. But there's this one he's my buddy he's my friend um and he texted me and he was like he responded to one of my stories and he was like rena boy i love you and i was like ah. <laughs> yeah I was like, it's, that's it's, so that's crazy it like i was like no way you guys no way <laughs> it's like yeah that makes me happy to be trans yeah. because like i wouldn't get that happy if i wasn't you know yeah but yeah um do you do you want to talk about the like how our identities have changed over the last like (laughs) couple years like (laughs) the trans mask pipeline yeah do you want me to go first i love talking about it yeah you can go first okay well (laughs) it's taken me a very long time to get here um when I was, <laughs> I remember when I was in fifth grade, I told this girl that I was a lesbian, and she was like, "Ew!" And I was like, "Never mind, I was just joking. I was just joking. <laughs> it was just a joke, guys. Just jokes. And just jokes." Then I got into middle school. Like, okay, this is gonna sound really depressing, but this is a part of LGBT experience, and it's really sad that some people have to go through this. But I went through it several times. Actually, like two like major times, I was outed at at school. And I was bullied at school um, because, like, he told everybody that I was a lesbian, but I told him I was bisexual, but he told everybody that I was a lesbian. And, you know, like, looking back at that, I was really depressed. (laughs) But, like, I don't know, like, it's sad that that's a part of, like, LGBTQ experience that people, like, go out of their way to, like, make sure to ruin your coming out, but they do. Um no literally then like seventh and eighth grade well specifically seventh grade i was already out at sixth grade but seventh grade i decided to take pride in being a lesbian i decided well i didn't decide but i was like i'm a lesbian and i took pride in being a lesbian i guess i was kind of known as like the gay kid because all these like people would come up to me and be like i'm questioning my sexuality and i'm i'm just kind of like oh good for you like i (laughs) like they would come to me for advice about stuff like that um but i was still like I had a lot of internalized homophobia. I was I would go to church twice a week. Um, I would go to youth group on Wednesdays, and then on Sundays I would go to like service. 
Um, but that summer I went to church camp and somebody from my school outed me at church camp and no at church know, at church camp. Yeah. Um, and these girls, they approached me and they were like, <laughs> you're going to go to hell. And I, I didn't even like know what to say. I, I went to the restroom and I started crying. They also like time and place guys, time and place. We were, it was like at the party part of the church. It was like after the service, they would have like parties. We listen to music. It was in the party. Like I was, I wanted to have fun and they got to ruin that for me. Um, but they, they, they approached me and then everybody else, like in my little small group, they heard, they're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like lesbian hell, you're going to burn. Um, and then they kept threatening to like, lesbian alert. <laughs> they kept threatening to tell my small group leader. And I was like, can you please not do that? That's not her business. And then they did. Um, and my small group leader, she sat me down. And she was like, you know, your friends are just worried for you. Like, they just want you to, like, they they just want you to be safe. And they want you to give your life to Jesus. And they don't want, they want to go to heaven with you. They're just worried about you. And I'm just like, okay, bro. Like, cool. Anyways, flashing forward, eighth grade, I dated several girls. <laughs> um, and then freshman year, I started questioning my sexuality again. I started dating a dude. And I changed everything about myself for this dude and at this point in time like the summer before freshman year I was questioning my gender like heavily I was saying that I was gender fluid and then somebody was like oh you you're gender fluid like you know like making fun and I was like no never mind like (laughs) like you know like that type of thing and then I started dating the dude and I made myself extremely feminine for him I would dress in dresses. I like literally my entire life beforehand, I would never like voluntarily get in a dress, but I started mm-hmm. dating a dude and I felt like I had to be feminine for him to like still like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dressed really feminine. We ended up breaking up during COVID cause COVID hit during my freshman year. And then the next, the following year, it was like December, 2021. I realized that I was actually trans I came out in January 2021, and I have been trans. <laughs> I've been trans. I've been trans my whole life, guys. Believe it or not, but um, that's crazy. I've been that's out as a trans no man since t- <laughs> since 2021. We're um, like three years now. Three. I can't do math. Two years. Um, so yeah, Going that's strong. been my experience. It's been very long, <laughs> long and exhausting. Yeah, and it's like it feels like it's never ending. Like. It, it yeah i'm going through it right now yeah. like <laughs> like i yeah. like i remember in fourth grade i was like i think i like girls guys and <laughs> i lived in like yeah. this tiny town in like rural wisconsin and but like mm-hmm. my you know so my brother's best friend that i was talking about his moms are lesbian mm-hmm. and they were like like they okay. basically like helped raise me like they're like at my birth like like it's not like I didn't have trans like tra- no. trans like queer people in my life it's just like I was like no way <laughs> no way that's me <laughs> like yeah. no way no way that's happening and then uh <laughs> and then in fifth grade I had my like emo phase my first emo phase and I was like real yeah blah, blah, blah. but I wasn't really thinking about anything and then in sixth grade I moved to Minnesota and I had my like I had a crush on this dude, and then he, like, asked me out in the parent pickup line, and then apparently he was a he was joking, and then it was this whole thing, and then, <laughs> but that at that time I was like, really like giving like 
lesbian art teacher like that was my like thing you know oh you yeah. know i had that thing you know mm-hmm. um i had like a disgusting <laughs> pixie cut mm. um it was oh my god i had so one of those too awful. that's crazy it was so awful and then mm-hmm. seventh grade i don't really th- i think i was like pretty set on being like cool like lesbian and then mm-hmm. and then at the beginning of covid i was in hmm, i think i think i was in eighth grade and um mm, seventh or eighth grade and um no because it was yeah it was the end of seventh it was the end of seventh grade I forget you're younger yeah, than me. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> like, um, but it was like the end of seventh grade when COVID hit, and then TikTok happened. I oh my god, will TikTok, never forgive TikTok for what they did to me. Very common. My TikTok lesbian phase <laughs> was like something oh. I will never. I I like I have I've just for I've made myself forget about it. And like mind you, this is like like a 12 13 year old being a tiktok lesbian like what were you like hey mama no i refused i was like i hate hey mama's lesbians and then the gay <laughs> started and like do you, do, were you oh, a part of those yeah. um <laughs> i had several ubo oh my gosh ubo <laughs> <laughs> like, it was um, a time yeah, so I yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple and of those. <laughs> that was just like crazy. There was a lot of like um actually I have to check if I can say this, but there was a lot of like over sexualizing myself and like like mm. convincing myself. I I think that I was convincing myself that I was a girl, not in like the way I'm like looking at myself and be like you're a girl, you're a girl, but I was just like I was so convinced that my only worth was like my body and so I was like well yeah yeah, obviously I have to be a girl because of this and then I think Mm -hmm. eighth grade I was like non-binary and like no eighth grade I was she they it was so funny the she they lesbian to trans mask pipeline is absurd is that is crazy it's so true it is so true it is and so true. And then I think I've had he, him. Oh, no. I had he, him in my bio for a little bit. And then I changed it back to he, they. <laughs> and that's where it's at now. <laughs> but, like. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. You a question about that? Do you use he, they because you genuinely identify it with it or because people, like, misgender you that and call you That is such a good them? question. I don't know. <laughs> i think a little bit of both like i think there is some there's definitely a part of me that is like not done mourning like my like girlhood you know in a sense like i haven't like gotten over the fact that like all of these experiences that i've had like all these identities that i was so invested in like being like a lesbian like I was so invested in it right and I like have you know like it's something I cared a lot about yeah 
and now it's changing and I it feels good that I'm like I feel a lot more settled and comfortable like being trans and like Mm -hmm. like it makes a so much more it literally it it tracks it literally tracks but like I don't think I have I definitely haven't fully finished like letting go of that Mm -hmm. and so who knows like maybe when I like you know have my little like self-healing like recovery (laughs) Ah. like um I will you know realize that like I don't want to use they them pronouns mm-hmm. but it, it definitely is part partially because people will go like they will try their they will put all of their effort into using they them pronouns for you even if you know even if they know that you use he him pronouns thank you they will like, thank you thank they you go, <laughs> they will go to they will they will spend so much try time and i'm like but that's not the that's not I'm what you. i use joking <laughs> yeah like I feel like, like, what is happening? I feel like it's very common with adults to they, them. Like, mm-hmm. it's happened to me so much. Like, I'm not going to say who, but, like, somebody in my family, like, just recently started using he, him for me. Um, but before that, it would always be they. It's been two years. Right? <laughs> it's been two years. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it, it doesn't even, something that baffles me is the fact that, like, a lot of the a lot of the arguments that adults use is like they them pronouns aren't grammatically correct. So why <laughs> will you go head like why will you like fight tooth and nail to use they them instead of he him? Yes. Like he him is like technically whatever to your librarian standards more grammatically correct, I guess. First of all, it's not. It's not. Like they them is entirely grammatically correct. Yeah. And I had a whole conversation with my grandma because my little sibling is non binary. Mm-hmm. This dude came out when they were seven. Like, yeah, oh my God, wow. Which is that's, a whole other thing. That's crazy. Like, I, like, they came out. I haven't even come out to them. Mm-hmm. Like, which is a whole other thing. Like, I feel like I, you know, I have like an obligation to do that. And I feel really guilty of not doing that first. So someone, so they, you know, have, yeah, had someone to like lean on, you know, look up to. Yeah. But like, they've they've only the school that i went to for elementary school and the school that they're going to for elementary school and middle school not the same yeah yeah like the way they've been raised like is so much better and like so much like like queer affirming and like Mm -hmm. encouraging like never in my entire life was i asked what my pronouns were until sixth grade Mm -hmm. And <laughs> they wow, I <laughs> I live in Texas though, like, so yeah, you do. That. <laughs> um, and I also go to a hippie, like a hippie school. Oh, okay. So, and my little sibling—that's all that they've known. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, like I know, like it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't even like a coming out for them in my eyes. Obviously, this is like what I saw, but. It was more of a, um, just like an update. Like, hey guys, FYI. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I love that. That's epic. That's iconic. Um, and like, so my parents have learned a lot um, about like that, and I, you know, and like 
pronouns and da 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 and like i have a trans flag in my bedroom my little sibling has a non-binary flag in their room i got it for them for christmas mm-hmm. and like oh my gosh okay sidebar my mother works at my hippie school mm-hmm. she has like there's there's a pride flag outside of our school she does not know what the trans flag is <laughs> she walked into my room and she was like Rena, what's that flag mean okay to be fair my mom has also forgot that i'm trans twice oh okay she, <laughs> i've come out to her one time she made me come out to her and then the other time i like purposely did it because i was asking to go on tea mm-hmm. and she has forgotten twice she has forgotten both times wow i'm sorry like <laughs> she literally forgets and it's like what yeah what? i feel like most just it's older crazy. people just really don't get it like it's like rare that you'll come across somebody that genuinely understands a trans experience especially if they're cis like i seek so much validation from cis people but <laughs> i need mm-hmm. to stop doing that first off of all um but like i seek so much validation from cis people but half the time they're like unaware of my existence and they could not even care like at all and i seek validation from them yeah i okay that actually perfectly leads me into my next topic um <laughs> like i have it in the document is where did all the trans people go <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, i see it and i think i'm i meant more like why don't we have like trans elders that we can look up to and like like have validation from them instead of the cis adults in our life like why like why yeah (laughs) and it makes me so sad like growing up uh, i had unrestricted access to the internet growing up first of all but that led me to find people like miles mckenna um i love him and he's awesome i love him but like he was like the first like trans man i ever saw Mm -hmm. and well I i don't know how he identifies now I think he still identifies as trans man. Anyways, um, but, like, I remember watching his process, like, getting top surgery and, like, going on testosterone. And I was just, like, fascinated with it. Obviously, we know why. Like, I was so fascinated with it. But, um, like, that was, like, who I had as a kid. And now that I'm here, like, I'm, I'm still a kid. I'm still 17. I'm 17 years old. I'm not an adult yet. But there's nobody. And, like, I only know, like a couple of the trans people at school and all of us are at different like stages in our transition and it's just I don't know like I everybody has such a different experience being trans and like I agree like where did all the trans people go like come on guys speak up like (laughs) please help me out here yeah it was it's definitely I I the it's not like I have to like remind myself it's not that like trans people don't exist and that like we we have obviously existed since the beginning of time but like it's been so we've been so purposely like like eradicated yeah (laughs) that um like the whole entire inspiration for this episode was the Instagram account trans mask studies um like they that account the person who runs it like they do all of this like um these like they do all this research on like trans historical figures and not even like historical figures just like people in the past and it like it makes me so happy 
like to see yeah like hieroglyph hier- what is it Hier hieroglyphics Hi- yeah of trans hieroglyphics, people yeah. of the tra- of like of mm-hmm. queerness of like like gender queer people existing and i'm like are you kidding me like what and i <laughs> wish that like all like i want like a trans grandparent so badly <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> like wh- like cuz i love Rena. the i love the idea of like intergenerational like like friendships and like like being able to like have an elder in your life like like just to talk to you and like but I don't have that like I don't have like queer elders and but that's the thing that's gonna be you you're gonna be the trans grandparent no we <laughs> we have to do that we have to do it we, <laughs> we, we have to be the it. trans grandparents we have to do it um mm-hmm. and like this one trans adult who used to work in my school left and I'm like please come back it's over it's over it's over but here's the thing i live in texas like yeah i don't go to a woke school i actually go to a really conservative school and like everybody like uh, i like i hate thinking about it like it makes me like dread going to school and being who i am because i go to a school and it's an agriculture school like it's like the actual high school and then we have the agriculture school like there too Mm -hmm. um so you just walk onto campus and there are people flying trump flags on their pickup trucks in the parking lot and it's crazy um and it's just cowboy boots and cowboy hats everywhere everybody like you cannot say anything bad about religion ever you will get like jumped like it's horrible um it's just like and by religion i mean christianity (laughs) but like it's just really bad. It's very conservative, and it makes it hard, like, to exist as a trans person in that space, but also existing as just a kid, a queer kid in a conservative area. And the city that I live in, I I live in Texas, but I live in San Antonio, Texas. It's a really big city, but if you live in the suburbs, it's a completely different experience than if you're living downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... And my school district, when I tell people what school I go to, they're like, oh, <laughs> you go to that school. Like, everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> what the heck is an agriculture school? Um, Basically, oh, it's it's this is kind of what makes me, uh, it's like horrible. Basically, they raise like animals and they send them off. They have a competition in January. Like the competition just happened last month to sell their animals and like usually the animals get sent off to get killed so like at the beginning of the summer they'll buy like goats or pigs or chickens or whatever and they have like six months or so to like raise them and then they sell them they go to competition to like who has the best goat or something i don't know how it really works but then they get sold and killed no <laughs> like, for way food that exists. and stuff like that yeah it exists and like people are get like they they raise these animals to be sold but that's like my whole school and that's what my school is known for. And it, it, like, there are queer people, but it's, there's not more queer people than there are, like, yee-yees. That's what we call them, the yee-yees. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Bro, Texas is, Texas <laughs> is crazy. Yeah, like, and, like, what? San Antonio, where I live, is very Hispanic, very Latino. Mm-hmm. But 
if you live in the suburbs, it's a completely different experience. <laughs> yeah. Is your school in the suburbs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. I can't yeah, even... It's been rough four years. Oh, my gosh. Texas scares me. But, like, I'm going to tell a quick story. So, last year, I had a mentor, and he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he taught me music production, but he, like, the mentorship was through my school, but, like, we would go to a studio to meet him, and at the end of the year, we had a presentation, and I invited him to come to the presentation, and I was like, yeah, like, these kids, like, fly Trump flags, and he didn't believe me. He's like, no way. No way. <laughs> he showed up to the school. He sees the Trump flags hanging on the trucks. He's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, dude, I know I've been telling you because he lives like downtown. I'm telling you, it's two different things. Whoa. There's gay flags everywhere downtown. And here there's Trump flags and come what, come and take it, come and take it flags. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I have to be out of this building in a, in <laughs> minutes. So. Um, go, 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 go. Okay. So. Okay. What is one thing that you hope that people take away from listening to this i know i didn't like really like specifically talk about it but it's literally just be like be yourself unapologetically is that how you say it right right (laughs) um (laughs) like i try the i know i'm being a hypocrite by saying this but like literally do not care about what cis people think I need to work on that myself, and that's something that I need to work on. A lot of other trans people need to work on is like you shouldn't base mm-hmm. your transness off of cis people's validation. Mm-hmm. Base your transness off of you, of your like personal personality, uh, the way that you live your life. Base your transness off of that, not off of some cis dude calling you he, him, or she, her, they, them, whatever pronouns you've used. Like, mm-hmm. base it off of yourself and your. And yeah, based off of yourself, your personality, and not some dumb cis man who don't know what he's talking about. So, yeah. You're going to be such a good, like, trans grandpa. I wish me and Miles could have talked all day. There is so much more to say, and there always will be, about the beauty of being trans, the absolutely awful parts, our histories, and our futures as trans folks. And I hope that everyone was able to take that away from me and Miles' conversation today. Transness is ancient, unbeatable, and unbelievably beautiful. And I hope that you are falling in love with your transness a little bit more every day. For Youth Soup, a podcast by Listen Up Youth Radio, I'm Rena Curtis. about Listen Up Youth Radio, including our peer-to-peer educational workshops in media production and social media marketing services at www.listenupyouth.org. Check out past broadcasts of Youth Soup on a live podcast app now available on iOS and coming soon to Android. This activity was made possible by the voters of Minnesota through a grant from the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.